Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're talking about how to evaluate a proposal from a consultant. We're going to look at two different proposals from two different geotechnical engineers. These two proposals differ significantly both in price and scope. One proposal is nearly double the price of the other. Question is, how would you evaluate which quote to accept? Which one's better? Let's start with even asking the question, why do you need a geotechnical engineer at all? What do they do and why do you need to spend money on this? The geotechnical engineer does an analysis of the soil stability on your development site. They determine what it's going to take for your building to stay standing over the life cycle of the building. Some properties are unstable. The underground conditions could involve underground streams and erosion of soil underneath your building. In areas of high seismic activity, the substructure could be unstable in the event of an earthquake. Some areas have soils that are highly compressible, which means the building will shift or settle over time. If you're building directly on bedrock that's very stable, well, that's the best thing for supporting the weight of a tall building. The process of determining soil stability involves drilling boreholes and taking those core samples to a lab for analysis. Those core samples show the stratification of the underground structure. Maybe you've got sedimentary layers sitting on top of bedrock. That sedimentary layer could be too unstable to support the weight of a building. If the topography is steep, then the layers of the ground might not be horizontal. They might follow the slope of the hill. All things that you need to take into account. For a large site, the structure under the ground could vary quite widely from one area to another. So how many boreholes do you need to get a reasonable representative sample? And once you have the core samples, how deep do you actually need to drill? Now we have a 21 acre site under development and we received several quotes for performing the geotechnical survey. The first quote was the most comprehensive and also the most expensive at $37,000. They proposed to evaluate the subsurface by drilling 45 borings across the site. 43 of those borings will be to a depth of 15 feet or to bedrock, and then two of those borings will be to a depth of 50 feet or bedrock to allow for a liquefaction assessment. That's what can happen in an earthquake when the ground is given a good shake. The borings will be completed with a truck-mounted drilling rig and a hollow stem auger. Samples of the soils collected will then be sent to a lab for analysis. The undisturbed samples will be collected through a Shelby tube and logs of the subgrade conditions will also be evaluated and logged by the engineers. The second quote is supposed to answer the same fundamental question as the first. They too propose conducting subsurface exploration, lab testing, and engineering analysis in order to provide recommendations for both design and construction at the site. The subsurface exploration in the second quote involves drilling only six borings to a depth ranging from 15 to 30 feet. And then they propose two cone penetration tests to extend to depths of between 50 and 100 feet or to bedrock. These cone penetration tests will be used in conjunction with the liquefaction analysis and an evaluation of seismically induced ground movements. They're going to measure the shear wave velocities on a four-foot interval over that 100-foot depth and that shear wave velocity measurement will be used in determining the seismic classification. That could be needed if the government asked for a ground motion hazard analysis. The second proposal was priced at a little under $20,000, about half the price of the first. At face value, both proposals seem convincing. The major difference in cost seems to come down to the number of boreholes being proposed. So which one's better? The geotechnical survey ultimately is all about managing risk. 
On one level, more boreholes seem safer. Even at 45 boreholes, that implies an average of two samples per acre. That does not sound like a lot. That's a sample every few hundred feet. When we talk about soil stability, what matters most is supporting buildings. Parking lots and drive surfaces don't have the same demands on soil stability. So when you consider that the open space not covered by buildings for this particular development is about 50% of the total area, there's not a lot of benefit to drilling holes in places where there's no buildings. That's just wasteful of resources, and it's not going to contribute very much to the knowledge of the site. The most important locations to understand are those where you have buildings, and the tallest buildings in particular. For example, a single-story flex multi-tenant industrial space is going to be much less demanding than a six-story hotel. The second proposal, with only six boreholes, took our site plan into account and located the borehole recommendations in places where the highest risk. Having said that, the proposal with only six boreholes does leave some large distances between samples, and there is a risk that the underground conditions could vary across that distance. So we're going to go back to the company that proposed the smaller scope of work, not because it was cheaper, but because they applied more intelligence to the problem. Rather than just putting a grid across the site, they took the site plan into account. And then we're going to request that they increase the number of boreholes from 6 to 10. Those four additional boreholes don't need to be subjected to the same level of testing as the original six, but merely to serve as confirmation that the underground conditions are consistent across that distance. Only if we see a major difference in underground conditions would we seek deeper analysis. That seems like a more prudent risk management practice. So that's how we would evaluate two vastly different geotechnical proposals. Today's show was a little bit of a deeper dive on a technical topic. Hopefully you find it interesting. And for the listeners at home, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. And we'll talk to you again tomorrow. Tomorrow.